from the Rose City, this is the Frostcast with your boy, the Frost Father, Aaron Sanders, and here I am. Well, unhinge my jaw and let me at him. That's right, the Frostcast is back for summer 2019. It's your boy, the Frost Father, Aaron Sanders. Welcome to Windsor, Ontario. Welcome to the listeners, old and new. And I'm just more than happy just to be back in here, man. I'll tell you that right now. Before we get things underway, let me remind you that you can follow me on Twitter at Windsor. You already have me on Facebook. You know what's going on. And I want to give a big welcome and a big thank you to the new home of the Frostcast, Anchor.fm. So we're going to have fun with this partnership. Hopefully this summer we're able to provide a lot of entertainment for you and hopefully give you a better look of what the Rose City is all about from my point of view. I'm going to forewarn you guys right now, I'm a little bit rusty in this podcast game because of course it's been a year since I've done a podcast and I'm more accustomed of doing stuff on the fly in front of the camera, whether if it's broadcasting basketball, baseball, or whatnot, but I'm going to give this another try and hopefully you're able to give me the pleasure of your company each and every Friday. Find some way to kick off your weekend and give you a better view of what's happening here. So we don't know what's going to happen unless we try it out. I won't even know unless I start talking about it. So enough with the introductions. Let's get busy. Okay, we're right into July and I'll tell you this, it was a whirlwind of a June, more than halfway into 2019, but I'm going to look back at what transpired in my life during the month of June, and there were all good things, don't get it twisted. I want to first and foremost congratulate the Toronto Raptors for winning their first ever NBA championship by defeating the Golden State Warriors in six games, and it's safe to say that I was able to be a part of Canadian sports history by partaking into the viewing parties. With the exception of at least two games, I felt like I was honored to be a part of Windsor history, and I think everybody that was there would account for that as well. So the folks who were able to put this all together, kudos to them, hats off to them, because it took a whole hell of a lot in an effort just to put this up, knowing that they're going to have to pay a lump sum of money every time to have this event but the most important thing was for them to have the city of Windsor unite with the rest of the nation in support of Canada's basketball team and they did that so there are two options to watch the NBA finals this year if you were in Windsor either go to Silver City and watch it in the theaters or you just go over to Charles Clark Square aka Jurassic Park Windsor and be outside so for game one I went to the theaters with a friend of mine the duke if you listen to this that's a good what's up to you and it was it was eventful to say the least a lot of people took the idea of not sitting in front because they would not get the full view of their screen so duke and i we sat in the back as far as we can because i think we were smart enough not to go up in front. sometimes front row seat isn't even worth it but we were able to get the tickets for free don't get it wrong and during the game we almost seen a fight breakdown between I would say a Warriors fan and a Raptors fan. Warriors fan was claiming that the Raptors fan was bandwagoning and all that other stuff. Quite ironic how they're saying that. But you know what? 
cooler heads prevailed out of all that. Nothing happened, and everybody went home happy when the Raptors won that. Game two was able to go to Charles Clark Square because, hey, if the tickets are free, you're going to go in there and you're going to be a part of history like I alluded to before. And the people just build up. Like We're talking about hundreds and even up to the thousands. So that was really nice. It was a really beautiful day to be a part of that, even though the Raptors lost. And people thought it was crazy for just wearing a shirt and tie to the thing. But you know what? If you guys know me for years, you know that when it comes to the weather, it doesn't phase me. 80, 90 degree weather, that's Texas weather. I lived there for six years, so it didn't mean diddly to me. So I wasn't able to do games three and four because I was busy at the time, but I was able to go to games five and six. Game five, completely dry. It was sunny and everything. Was able to go with the boys again. And I'll tell you, when you go with friends and or family, it makes the experience much more worthwhile because you actually know people. You're there for each other, and that's what they did. So a lot of Raptors fans or just basketball fans in general just uniting. I don't think we'll ever see anything like that again, in all honesty. Not to doubt it, but... There were so many times that this whole event would be a no-go after Game 2, but luckily a lot of people and groups were able to step in and help out for the cause and make this happen. So a big thanks to them because you made Windsor and the Windsorites be able to come to an event that they'll never forget. Game 6, obviously, it was a whirlwind of a day. It started off with rain, so they had to move it move the viewing party up to a club until everything was all fine and dry and then we went to go see it outside and by we I mean me Jordan and a Duke so I haven't seen a lot of people run that fast to one place and another downtown in quite some time but you know they were hungry for basketball they were hungry for a championship and we were able to celebrate I guess I would say in an orderly fashion to say the least a lot of cars blocking the traffic and everything else but we knew that was expected we knew that was going to happen so we were taking the safe route out of all that but trust me there are a lot of people out there that was very happy and they celebrated as such it's either blocking the highway running up and down on the sidewalks or just going to their local bars and just letting the good times roll and trust me that is a night that i'm never going to forget so where were you on june 13th 2019 hopefully you were there when the raptors won the first ever nba championship north of the border so i had a hell of a time going to those viewing parties and it made it much more worthwhile when i was with close people and i'm talking about i consider them day ones but man howdy that was a great event i hope it happens again down the road but at this point i don't think it's going to happen i would imagine it'd be a one in a lifetime type of thing but then again, you never know when it comes to the city of Windsor. They're apt to show some surprising features that's going to be good for the city. And then again, it may be good for everybody in the long run. So we're going to see how this plays out. And obviously, we're going to see how the NBA free agency period plays out throughout the rest of the summer. That might be for another episode. But I'll tell you this, that's what has happened in the month of June and now we're going to move on to something more that has happened down the road at the end of the month of June. Alright, so when you approach the end of June, you're already expecting three things. The summer season to start, the end of the school year, and of course what everybody's going to come down to see the night of the fireworks. And obviously this year, everybody and their mothers were able to pack up the riverfront over in Windsor just to see the 20 to 25 minutes of that beautiful 10 to color display up in the sky. 
And your boy was able to endure on that with his squad and his then-girlfriend at the time. And I'll tell you how things worked out for your boy. We went there early because, let's face it, that's a must if you want to go see the fireworks in person and get a good view. So we were able to get an early dinner. We went to Caesars Windsor, uh, go to the Legend Sports Bar and get dinner from there. Really nice poutine they have there. They revamped their menu just a little bit, but I always go for their signature poutine, and trust me, it is worth the 8 bucks, especially when you have the total rewards cards. It adds up to those points, folks. So we were able to get some uh, dinner right there. And then I noticed something different about what the casino was doing for the fireworks this year. They were able to lay out seats right into the front of the entrance, right where the waterfall is. And I thought that was pretty cool. But we already made a decision to sit right behind the bistro bar outside, right in front of the Canadian flag so we get a better view. For years, I would usually watch the fireworks with my family right next to the art gallery when you have all that green space and everything but since they decided to hang up their lawn chairs last year i was able to go by myself if you will and it was quite eerie every time looking at the art gallery right next to that green space and realizing that my family isn't there so a tradition ended but i guess a tradition continues for me and i hold the dubious distinction of going there for another consecutive year just for the fireworks and by that I mean with the carnival in town this was another year in a row that I went to the carnival when it was only fireworks night I made it a plan to go there about two or three times when the carnival was in town but due to plans and other things going on around my life that did not happen but I was still thrilled to go inside the carnival during the night of the fireworks and again everybody's going to pack that carnival up to the rafters even if there was one right so we saw a lot of familiar faces some new faces and whatnot and that's what it's all about when you go downtown you just want to see everybody have a good time at the same time you want to have that yourself it's the camaraderie the interaction and the experience you're going to gain whether if it's a good one or a bad one but i'll tell you this and windsor writes you know where i'm going with this when it comes to the night of fireworks there's always that constant threat the threat of Will rain ruin the fireworks? Are we going to have it before, during, or after the fireworks? Well, this year was a hell of a story. I'll tell you that right now. We were approaching 9 because the fireworks, I believe, were set to start at 9.55 due to the threat of rain. Last year it was 9.50, so it was pushed back an extra 5 minutes. So around that 9 o'clock hour, the skies were beginning to get darker and grayer, and everybody was just concerned like they would be each and every year. And then the rain just started. It wasn't hard. It wasn't soft. It was just right down to the middle. And surprisingly, a lot of people didn't leave because they knew it was going to blow over. But I seen the sky get dark for myself. Looking at the left side near the west end, it was dark. Looking down to the right, there was a little bit of light right there. And I honestly thought we were going to get that tornado warning up on the phone. And that would just put the whole kibosh on everything. I was about to brace shelter. I'll tell you that right now, folks, because when... The storm gets dark like that. You have to take those precautions. But me and the boys just decided to stay where we were. Right behind Bistro's, right? Because you never know if this rain decided to blow over and we take shelter and we don't know where and somebody takes our seats. Well, 
we're out of luck on that and we're going to have a terrible view of the fireworks so luckily enough the rain only lasted about 10 or 15 minutes it blew over and the fireworks started right on time and i was looking at an article before i went to the fireworks and read up on the specifics of the fireworks over 10,000 special effects and 4,500 explosions bound to happen now i'm not a mathematician by any means i don't take count of what happens during the fireworks because i'm just still mesmerized by the technicolor display and the effects right so we're there to have a good time and not overthink anything so this year was an interesting night of the fireworks to say the least but other than that i'm glad i was able to have that experience especially with the crew because they always bring entertainment everywhere they go and that's basically our motto we bring entertainment we gotta make people feel comfortable because we don't want them to be scared we're the type of group that will welcome anybody so that's the story right there on the night of the fireworks and that's all i gotta say at this point like i said countless times summer is here we said goodbye to june now here we are in the month of July. And first and foremost, let me just say I'm just glad to bring back the Frost Cast after a one-year hiatus. I think the way I'm going to go about it is just do it for the summer and not year-long because I have more time with that. I'm able to create leeway and I want to do something new with the Frost Cast as well this year. I want to bring in new voices to this. Do you you know how many times I've said in recent episodes and talked about the adventures I would have with the squad and the experience we would gain from it. Well, I don't want to be the only voice to speak for the squad anymore. So I'm going to try to bring, if not one of them in, but all of them in, so they could tell you their point of view from all that we have done over the last, I would say, six years. Because trust me, it's much more entertaining when you hear more voices instead of this one you're hearing right now. Granted, I love talking, and the reason why I'm in this broadcast business is because my mom basically said, you know what, Aaron, you just can't keep your mouth shut, can you? But I just want people to get their chance and get their two cents in as well, so hopefully throughout this summer series, I'm able to get more people on this Frostcast and have them rent and rave about their opinions about certain things. It could be local or it could be what's going on in 2019 right now. You just never know, so that's my goal right now. And as for all of you, I hope you have a great summer season. Whatever you may be doing, hopefully you're able to be safe and you do what you've been striving for for a long time. Hope your dreams come true as well. This is going to be an interesting summer for me. I don't know what's going to be ahead for me, but I'm going to have to figure that out. And when I do, I'll let you guys. That's the beauty of it. Some stuff before we wrap things up here. Of course, this is the Frostcast with your boy, the Frost Father. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at A Sanders Windsor. For those of you that have me on Facebook, you know where I am. And again, a big shout out to Anchor FM for being the new home of the Frostcast with your boy. This was a good decision to make, and hopefully, we're able to make more episodes down the road with a good relationship. So we'll see how this summer and this series goes down the road, but for now, let's just take it one at a time. Granted, I'm a little bit rusty in this podcast business once again, but I'm telling you guys, it's going to get better from here. Just take my word from it. All right, I'm done. Thank you for listening in, and I will see you, well, talk to you guys next week. I already told you I'm a little bit rusty because I'm accustomed to being in front of the camera. But I'll talk to you guys next week. And until then, this be your boy, the Frostfather, Aaron Sanders, saying, I'm back, and so long from the Rose City.